As the world as we know it shifts and changes at rapid speeds, more and more people are looking to herbal and plant medicine for healing and nourishing support. I'm Kelly Rich. I'm your host of the Own Your Intuition podcast. And today I have Kelly Benson on the show discussing the journey of becoming an herbalist, the magic and medicine of CBD, who may benefit from CBD, the questions around using herbalist as a label, and so, so much more. If you enjoyed today's episode and you're wondering how to further support the show, please consider writing a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing the show on Instagram by tagging at Kelly Rich Intuitive. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi, Kelly. I'm very honored that you asked me to come on your show. My business is called Mindful Earth Herbals. I am an herbalist. I work with cannabis medicine, and I'm about three years into my business, and I started it right kind of at the very beginning of when CBD was just becoming a thing. So it's definitely changed and grown and um, transformed a lot since I started very, very quickly. Um, I'm also a mother of two, a six-year-old and a three-year-old. And I just moved to a beautiful farm in Durham. So that's where my focus is right now. And yeah, caring for my community through the plants. Mm, I love that. Caring for your community through the plants. I, I felt like I needed a course to sit, to be able to say like, I'm an herbalist. I feel like in my mind kind of created this barrier around herbalism for me. It's like, oh, well, if I'm learning from that person and then I'm doing this course, and I'm doing that, that doesn't mean that I'm committed or da, 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 da. And I'm finding like through the Instagram questionnaire that I did that a lot of people were wondering kind of similar things. Like, do I have to do certain courses or do I have to do certain things? And I know you've written about this before. I remember reading something of like how someone can get started just getting to know the plants around you and the, and really just like plant souls. I see them as like individual souls or spirits and communicating yeah. them. So I'd love to just hear what you have to say on that. I am mostly self-trained. I've been working with plants for about eight years, and it started just simply by wanting to support myself. I was um, coming off of 15 years of SSRI medication and benzodiazepines, as well as Suboxone, because I um, was an opiate addict. So I was in a very transitional phase, and I needed natural, non-harmful, safe, gentle support. Um, and that's when I started learning about plants. And once I started, it was just like my mind was blown, you know, just blown. And I, I'll be going down the rabbit hole forever. It's a never-ending learning experience. There is no <clears throat> formal certification to be an herbalist in this country. So anyone can do it. If you work with plants, I consider you an herbalist, maybe not like on the clinical level where you work with individuals closely like that, but like a community herbalism. I mean, a lot of the plants are very safe for, for all people. So I feel like being aware and just start starting anywhere, you know, just start. I feel like I tend to stick to plants that I gravitated to, to support myself. So I really, um, 
am attracted mostly to nervines and um, like adaptogens. And I work a lot with people that have chronic pain conditions. So kind of that's where my focus has been. And um, yeah. I love that. Just start anywhere. And I feel like that's such a beautiful message an empowering message for people because yeah, it's not about like, I realize my thought patterns when I have them, how limiting they are of like, Oh, I'm not this until I get this certificate. Like how limiting is that? Right. Such bullshit. We're conditioned to think (laughs) that way though. You know, I feel like I do suggest to anyone to do in-person classes. I feel like having the human connection and having circle time is really, really beautiful and important. Yeah, I feel like that being able to now it's ask a questions. Yeah, now it's a little, it's a little different. And yeah, the one the course I'm actually taking is the Herbal Academy there. And yeah, what I find that helps is finding people that are also studying and people in the community that have had their feet in the soil for a long time, if you will. Yeah like being able to ask questions, is this okay? Sending pictures. But I do feel like there's a missing piece of gathering in circle outside in the woods, in the dirt, or even in like a cafe. I remember when I first started this year, even of bug light and people were just coming up to me. It wasn't about the, the actual like class sequence, which was interesting because usually the feedback was like, Oh, I loved that pigeon to down dog transition. Or I loved how you talked about the heart. And what I noticed is that people were really just talking about being in community feeling. Wow. I loved feeling other people with me instead of like doing the zoom thing every day. And I feel like with herbs too, because they're tangible. Yes. I feel like there's an esoteric and very subtle component to working with the spirit of the plants, but they're very, I mean, you can hold them, you're touching them, you're mixing them and chopping them and consuming them and sharing them. And I feel like that energy can be transferred into that circle. Yeah. Being able to see and touch and smell. And I didn't even really learn to start learning to identify plants in the wild until like maybe two years into my experience when I didn't, I didn't intend for my business. I didn't intend for this to happen. It was an accident. (laughs) I was just making stuff for myself and my family and my loved ones, you know, and it just really grew very quickly. People are interested. It's needed. People are, um, kind of fed up and not benefiting from, from a lot of pharmaceuticals anymore. And they, we, I mean, we want, we're demanding something different. So I feel like it's, this industry is growing quickly and it's really beautiful to watch it. It is. And I love, I love that you intuitively brought me into my next piece that I wanted to talk about because another question that came in was how we got started in our fields and making a business out of like what we do. And like, I didn't really plan to do what I'm doing now. Like I had a pl- like a very logical business kind of plan of like, this is what I'm going to do and the way that I'm going to do it. And then it's going to happen. This is first and that's first. And it sounds like you started organically too. Not that having a plan isn't great. I feel like, yeah, for some people, it's just how it works, but Sometimes the most magical offerings and the ways that we are in service the most is by just riding the waves of life. 
finding that flow. And it feels like you did, you just did that. You started serving yourself. And by serving yourself, you were able to then serve others in ways that your mind could never have dreamt. Yes. That's perfectly said. Yes. Do you feel like there are some days where you're doing your thing and you're making your potion. Like I see you as like the potion master for everyone listening. Like I've tried some of Kelly's creations and they really feel like they're alive. They're breathing. The products have an energy. They have a movement They're They just feel like they're breathing. Wow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever find that there are some days where you're like, how did I get here? Like, do you still have those times? Every where you're day. Like, <laughs> yeah. For some of the people that were asking that question, I feel like that's good medicine for them to let kind of stew or macerate within. There are some days where I'm doing what I do and I'm like, how, how, how did this happen? Is the rug going to be pulled out from underneath me? Sometimes it's like, this feels too good to be true because I'm so happy. And I feel like for people that want to start a business or take their passions and create something where they're able to serve, like, focus more on how you feel rather than like what you think you should have because those those feelings I feel like I, speaking for me like they can be scary however they they have magic in them too because it, it I feel like it throws me in the present moment of like oh this is important this is important this is important that other shit isn't important this is what's important yeah. of how I'm feeling yes I also suggest if you're if you're in the very beginning stages and wanting to pursue something that you're passionate about but you have that fear like do not compare yourself to people that are two three years ahead of you like don't you know because then you'll you'll be intimidated and you you know you just start basically one one day at a time one step at a time one goal at a time you know exactly like start messy let's talk about the intuitive side how do you connect with the spirits of the plants you surround yourself with i feel like when it comes to formulations like i'll do like chamomile and calendula and then i'll add something a little more earthy like the chickweed and intuitively putting ratios of things where they're going to balance each other and one's not going to overpower the other and it's going to be like a really well-rounded scent and things like that yeah formulating is one of my my greatest passions like thinking about how the plants work synergistically and like where one plant is going to be drying and astringent, um, you balance that with something a little more mucilaginous and, and, um, you know, moistening to balance it. So what I'm hearing you say is like, you've got to be able to use the logical thinking mind. You got to know what is drying and you got to know, yeah, you know, but at the same time, when you have that understanding you can apply that understanding intuitively and feel your way through of like oh this feels good this a half a handful of this or a sprinkle of that do you have any advice for people that are just dabbling into herbalism that want to work with herbalism intuitively like for example what i've heard for a while is start with one or two plants get to know them and then kind of move on and start to build that Again, logical thinking of like how this plant works with me and what my experience is, but then also feeling and bringing intuition in as well. I think that's a really good idea. It's not how I did it. <laughs> At the beginning, my mind was just so blown when I found out that like St. John's wort was St. John's wort and dandelions weren't weeds. Like mm-hmm. I just, I went down a rabbit hole really quick and I 
consumed a lot of information quickly. And I don't suggest doing it that way um, because over the years I've had to go back frequently and like reintroduce myself to that plant and spend more time with it, you know, because I feel like in the beginning I was just touching the surface. I mean, I was coming from being heavily medicated for, for a long time. So I was coming with the mindset, which I was conditioned to be in that um, actions like this plant is for anxiety. This plant is for this, this plant is for this, like specific actions, medicinal actions. But now that's changed so much for me because there's so much more to um, the plant medicine world than, than that. It's much, much, much deeper. And I feel like my perspective and relationship in that aspect has changed a lot especially the last three years. So yeah, I suggest if you're just starting, spend spend more time and get to know them a little bit deeper as you go rather than just kind of skimming the surface of all of them quickly. What comes up for me, something that occurred when I was studying at Kripalu in Ayurvedic medicine and we did a module on different herbs and plants and what was said in the book were all the benefits of ashwagandha and it really sounded like this mind-blowing plant. Whoa, you do what? And then on the other hand, I remember one of my teachers standing up and she was like, by the way, reading and absorbing what this book or what this PowerPoint says about the plant is just information. It doesn't yeah. mean that it's factual. And her, she shared an experience where anytime she ingests ashwagandha she violently vomits wow i'll never forget hearing those words i even have goosebumps now revisiting it because it taught me the importance of getting to know a plant for myself before i go out and say like this is like you said this is good for anxiety it's kind of like how we were, we were conditioned and programmed to be like this is the way like following the textbook we, we, yeah. we read left from right these are the actions this is what it does and it's like yeah but for whom yeah, exactly. Everyone is so different and responds very differently to to all of everything, you know? Exactly. And I feel like for me, when I first started early in my 20s, it was like, give me all the herbs, give me all the superfoods, give me all the supplements, give me all the things. And I was like, oh, I feel better. And then I remember someone said, well, what was the thing that made you feel better? Uh, I don't know, because I'm taking like 35 things. Yeah, I've, I've, I've gone through that phase also. <laughs> I feel like we're conditioned in that way too. More is better. Are you looking for a small community of like-minded soul seekers and a place to explore your gifts? Join me on October 1st, the Harvest Full Moon, to gather in sacred ceremony to kick off six full weeks of the Own Your Intuition group mentorship. Each session will be held online. You'll receive weekly soul work and have time to ask questions, share, and receive support. You will also receive free access to the October and November new moon ceremonies, as well as a discount on my upcoming online retreat. Head to kellyrichintuitive.com for more information and to sign up today. What's the deal with CBD? You know, there's a lot of confusion around CBD. I have friends and family particularly who are afraid of ingesting CBD because they think that there's going to be some psychoactive component. It's changed a lot over the last three years. When I first started, people were so afraid of it still, you know, it took, it took a while. P even people in the recovery community were very 
like, you know, just shunning the idea of it. CBD is completely different. Like it, it acts within the body very differently than THC. There's very little to no uh, psychoactive effect, depending on how you're dosing. Like the strongest CBD oil I make is 2000 milligram one ounce. So it's about a 66 milligram dose. And a lot of people who are sensitive will, will feel a little bit, a little bit wonky off that. So higher it, but for people trying to manage anxiety and pain, low dose, there's, there's no psychoactive effect. And I don't know how to effectively communicate that to certain people that are afraid, but I think it's important to educate on the fact that our bodies have an endocannabinoid system. And if you look at visual diagrams, we have CB1 and CB2 receptors through our whole peripheral nervous system, our organs. So when you ingest CBD, it literally binds and just helps to create homeostasis where there's imbalance in the body. So I feel like if if you can educate them in that way on the endocannabinoid system and how and why it works um, and show them that the CBD products have under 0.3% THC and THC is the psychoactive property of the cannabis plant. So if that's almost non-existent in a CBD product, it's, it's almost impossible for you to feel like high or stoned off of it how I understand it, and please correct me if I'm wrong, is that CBD is a component of the marijuana plant and THC is another component. And by yeah. extracting one, you have the other. Exactly. Cannabis plant has like a lot of cannabinoids, like way more than you can probably even list. But the main ones, THC, THCA, CBD, CBDA, um, CBG, these are the ones that have the most medicinal actions in the body and you can definitely separate them. I mean, hemp is grown like high CBD hemp is grown specifically to have under point. If, if my plants have over 0.3% THC, the state will make me destroy them. So Whoa. it's, it's regulated in that, in that way. What do you suggest for people experiencing anxiety and want to try CBD for the first time? start low always. Um, I find everyone responds very, very differently. Someone can respond to five to 10 milligrams effectively and others need like I, if I'm having a very high stress anxiety period, I need to dose 80, 80 to hundred milligrams at a time. So, but I have a history of like long-term benzodiazepine use too, you know, a long, a long time ago. So my nervous system is really out of whack. So I feel like it depends very much on the individual case, but whenever you're starting anything new, I always suggest to start low and build up until you find what's working. I know you sell, they're in dropper form, right? The CBD yeah. and you put it in honey. Yeah. Correct? I have the honeys too. Do you have like directions? So if someone even listening buys the honey, is it like a teaspoon a day or do you recommend it three doses a day to stay in the system? It dep- Again, it's individual. Some people okay. will dose once in the morning and not again. Others will dose three times throughout the day. The honeys are around eight milligrams per teaspoon. Um, so they're pretty low. It's a good start or like a 300 or 500 milligram tincture is a good place to start. And you can just... Um, start with like a quarter of a dropper full instead of a full dropper and just increase every couple of days 
by a little bit until you find what's working for you. It's also really important to know your source. I find that there's a lot of people that say, oh, I tried CBD and it didn't work. Well, where'd you get it? Oh, at a gas station. And it's like, that's where you went wrong. You know, like the source, it's an unregulated market, which I, I honestly wish that they would regulate it a little bit more. There's a lot of really terrible products on the market with probably harmful fillers in them. Sourcing is very, very important. Always look into your source. Make sure they have COAs, third-party lab panels on products. I know this may sound a little trippy, but I'm just going to roll with it. I'm sensing the vibration of the packaging of the blueberry, the the distribution of the blueberry, who grew the blueberry, who picked the blueberry, and that has been having an effect on all of me, like mentally, physically, emotionally, and subtly. Once I started to become aware of this, I want to say like there was a really beautiful recognition of, oh, I just, I need locally sourced food and I need it to come from a certain person. If somebody is picking your food and they are angry, that anger can be pushed and transferred into the food and then you're ingesting it as an example. With meat, you know, same with like large slaughterhouses. Yes. There, I've watched video footage of cows like waiting in line, literally with tears streaming down their face, like crying. It was like the most heartbreaking thing in the world. So stuff, it definitely matters like how, how it's produced and packaged. Yes. Yes. And it feels that way. Like when I was just having the blueberry conversation, it came kind of came in as you were talking about these bigger farms, because where, where I had a vision was if somebody is harvesting the plant, that's different than a machine for one. And two, like if there's people that are really invested in the work that they're doing and and the products that they're creating, that energy is going to be transferred into that plant medicine, which creates that vibrancy like we were talking about your medicine that you create. You know, it's your energy that you're putting in. It's not because you're using kava. It's your energy that is being transferred into the products that you're creating. And it's like you're sending off this little gift to everyone. I see it as like being an extra present. It's an extra added boost. Rather than if you had 100 people working in one space, not that that's a bad thing, but if you have 100 people that hate their job, that don't want to be there, that are underpaid, that are sweating their asses off, you know, that energy gets transferred. And then you get a gift in that way sent to you in that box. So I feel like... I believe that wholeheartedly, yes. There's a lot of good people doing good work. I feel like the small business support movement is growing. And even within um, fashion, like I, my the way I shop for clothes, the way I shop for everything has changed over the last couple of years because of this, this aspect that you're speaking of. Well, Kelly, where can everyone find you? Me on Instagram, Mindful Earth Maine. Um, my website is www.mindfulearthme.com. That's it. That was a really lovely conversation. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Own Your Intuition. Be sure to subscribe to the show to stay up to date on all new releases. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider writing a review on Apple Podcasts. See you next week.